welcome to the Bestie Chats. I'm Angela Beth. And I'm Laura Grace. We've been friends since college and we've come back together to normalize the conversation around sex and relationships. And eliminate shame. Because I'm so short, there's not a, and I (laughs) tend to go for such tall guys. There's not a lot of up against things that I get to do. It almost always has to be horizontal sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is not a real complaint. <laughs> I packed myself a bowl and then went back to the dumpling. <laughs> I mean, I think that says good things about United Dumplings. United Dumplings, sponsor us. I want to get sponsors, but I want them to pay me in goods and services. So, like, I want to get, like, a year's supply of dumplings. And I just want to have my perfect bars, yes, you know, ready to go. And I want, what was our other thing? Weed. Weed. I want the plant. Yeah, just send us weed, actually. You know what? Not through the U.S. Post, because that's illegal. But uh, feel free to send us weed if you know us. We just started, weed just starts arriving at my door. <laughs> right. <sighs> like that's, a, we get a P.O. box and that's all that's in there. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to be legal about it, but you, know, you can't um... just mail weed. So like you can mail us <laughs> gift cards or weed. <laughs> Angela, do you know what time it is? It's Coast <laughs> Well, that synced up flawlessly. (laughs) (laughs) Zuma's like, you can't even sync it up. It's like you never know when anyone's talking. You're like, "Uh, but the etiquette is so awkward sometimes. (laughs) I am going to read mine first, which is off of our usual, only because I said a word and then I looked at my co-star and that word was used. Mm. And it's learn to love your flaws. Honestly, though, like, I feel like my biggest flaws right now are the moles that I need to get checked out. Otherwise, I'm fabulous. <laughs> so love them, maybe, too. Maybe a little humility. That could do with a little of that. I guess, like, the whole right who? side of my body, like, seized up and I'm on muscle relaxers for oh, it. Yeah. So that could be a flaw. That being said, are you taking everything literally? Damn it. I mean... All right, read me your co-star. Mine says, you are not the only person who has ever felt these feelings. Ooh, which feelings? Do you have big feelings today? Not really. Mm, then it's definitely true. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has felt these feelings. I feel neutral. Everyone (laughs) has felt this way before. My week says, don't wait for permission. There's a touch of potential in the air that I'm basking in. No matter where I go, opportunity will always be there. I'm worth it. Hell yeah! It ended up being like a commercial for me. <laughs> I'm worth it. That Saying that, the do's are talent show. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Do dance. <laughs> yeah, those boobs are talent. Girl, look at them. You are like, whoosh, yeah, looking good. So today we're wondering about all those spontaneous places you like to get down. We're talking car sex, couch sex, and everywhere in between sex. Yes. Let's talk about sex. So 
Once upon a time, I was driving home from somewhere up in the mountains, like Auburyish area, and driving down on the road that is like super windy, if you know where I'm talking about. And it's super dark because there's nothing out there. It's kind of like country right as it's getting to be like out of the foothills and stuff. There's no street lights. There's hardly any houses out there. The houses that are out there are like giant ass mountain, uh, mansions that are like set way back in and have like big fancy wrought iron gates, you know, and stuff. And they're not lighting those up and advertising like come to our house at any point, right? Dark as hell. And I'm just driving by, probably going a little fast because I trust myself on that road. I've driven it quite a few times. And on the right-hand side, not even like off the road somewhere, like on the edge of the road. Not, I could have I, I had a passenger reach out and like chuck a water bottle in their window. Is a car, right? <laughs> Parked with a gal at the trunk with her skirt or pants down at her ankles and my lights show up, my headlights shine on them and you can tell they like kind of jolt and freak out and they kind of do a little something. So I'm like trying to figure out like, are they like leave, like trying to separate and like get in the car or pull up their pants or something? And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, did I just see that? I wish I had a dash cam. I'm impressed that they got out of the car to do this. <laughs> On the side of the now, road. when I was a high schooler and fooling around all over the place, we were fooling around on those winding roads all over <laughs> Fresno Clovis area and um, and in parks and especially in park parking lots. <laughs> uh, but we did not get out of the car to do it. And I think this goes back to what you and I were talking about earlier, where I am five foot three and seem to <laughs> prefer men over six feet tall. And so sex standing up is a bit of an acrobatic move. So it doesn't it doesn't get to really happen in that way. But man, just like he had her bent over the trunk. Yep. I see, in my head, they both live with their parents, and that's their favorite place to go and fuck. <laughs> Here's a segue. Speaking of car sex, that was kind of my favorite place when I was in high school for my boyfriend and I to fool around, and we did all the different types of fooling around in a car when we were in high school. But he had, like, a bench seat in the front of his car, and then I had a Honda Civic hatchback. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was not doing any of that in high school but <laughs> right after high school i was <laughs> the most raunchy i got in a vehicle at that point in time was someone who had a van that had taken out all the back seats it was like right after high school i also had this other boy that was 16 when i was 15 and he so he was driving before i was and we used to make out in his car he was my friend's older brother, that guy. And we, he would come and pick me up from my house. Like I'd sneak out the front door. So like worse sneaking out ever, but it was the easiest way not to get caught. So I'd sneak out the front door, go get in his car. We'd go make out for a while. Um, and then I'd go home. I did the same thing with my high school boyfriend. Evil ex-boyfriend and I, because for 
half of the time that we were together, I lived with my parents. Uh, I was in college at the time. He would fly in and I'd like go get him at the airport or we would like meet up or whatever because he wasn't about to like go pay for a room even though he was a salaried employee or like do anything to inconvenience himself. He would have me hook up with him in the car, which was would have been more fun, but he always wanted to do it in the sketchiest neighborhoods. One time we were hooking up in his car and I had my face in his lap and an unhoused person came and just started banging on the window and yelling. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't bite his dick off. <laughs> He's lucky that like in my shock, my mouth went open instead of closed. He also was the kind that like enjoyed the blowjob from the passenger seat. You know, he'd be dry and do it. My high school boyfriend, because I was just such, I was so petite. I could get into the little area like in front of the passenger seat, like where your feet go and like kneel there. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so silly why was that the answer <laughs> I, teenage logic is non-existent like no yeah. common sense amongst teens so if you have a teenager just remember they're idiots yeah sorry. and so were you <laughs> and especially so was i so <laughs> just let your kids be idiots and they can be just like me when they grow up ntlg's <laughs> <laughs> got you kids you just come to me we are a sex all over the house couple. So I'm so sorry if you've ever been to our house. It's not every surface, but I mean, if yeah, like it, give me a surface and I'll tell you if it, if it has <laughs> been used. But the answer is probably yes. So the bar stools are safe, guys. The coffee table might still be, but I'm not sure. I've probably been on that ruined every spot, both beds. Sorry, everyone, <laughs> whoever uses our guest room. There's <laughs> there's a room we use as a closet. And <laughs> uh, I'm sitting on one of two couches that we have the like matching matching of. Um, both of those, all of the chairs, anything you can sit on. Not the bathrooms. Um, so the bathrooms are safe, guys, because we can't have sex standing up. And the kitchen island is safe. What what about like a sitting standing counter? We don't really have counters oh. in our bathrooms, but we do in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, it's not like super comfy to sit on a sink or anything. <laughs> exactly. What about walls? We can't because you can't do standing up sex. He can't like hold you mm -mm. in that position. It's it doesn't work either. Mm -mm. Okay. So lean on any wall you want, y'all. Yeah, you can lean against the walls, guys. You're fine. Just stay standing. Make it awkward for us. We're disgusting. We know it. And you know what? Also, I'm so sorry. Also, the backyard furniture. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I want a girl like that. I want a girl that wants to have sex on every surface of my house. You better be able to keep up, bro. Because guys that think like that and guys that can perform like that, it's a Venn diagram. And... <laughs> Guys who are like, yeah, I want to have sex on all over the house. I want to have all the sex, da, 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 da. And guys that are like, yeah, I can keep up like that all over the place. Like, it's a Venn diagram. And the second circle is like 10% the size of the first one. 
I mean, we'll talk about this in sexting at some point, but the sex that you get that are like, yeah, and then I'm going to do this to you. And then I'm going to do this to you. And then I'm going to do this to you. And then you get in the bedroom with them and you're like, I thought you were going to blow my back out. (sighs) Oh, you know, you know, you know. And it's like, I'm sorry, you signed up for the big leagues. You are not (sighs) ready. And maybe you need a little blue pill to keep going with it. But the thing is, don't talk shit to me about how much you can go. I don't think you want to be in this game, but you think you want to be in this game because there's like some machismo thing about like, oh, I'm man, I can sperm everywhere. Like, no, you can't. Sorry. But yeah, how about you? Are you a fan of the non-bedroom sexual experience to the extent that you are willing to share? Yes. (laughs) I definitely am. Um... I obviously am clean in my ordeals. (laughs) It's definitely not something that should be confined to the bedroom because I think that kind of, um, you kind of have to do that exploring and spontaneous and, you know, other (laughs) things. Um kind of get the full effect of it all to really enjoy every aspect of life so yeah yeah and to explore (laughs) that part of yourself I mean not every sexual encounter has to be spontaneous but some spontaneity and sexual encounters can be really nice and it can make you and your partner feel very sexy Yes. You know, for a lot of adults, that's important. And if (laughs) sometimes feeling sexy can be very sexual. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of having that freedom to you have with like walking around naked. Like if that if is if you're not comfortable with that, then why why there's something there that you're disconnected with yourself that you don't feel comfortable with your own body around like it's one thing if like you're like my children are like 12 and like we don't all need to be walking around naked like put some clothes on please children (laughs) well and also like if you're cold right there are reasons to be uncomfortable walking around naked yeah don't let them be psychological and about yourself there's nothing wrong with your naked body we just cover it up because you know there's some hygiene involved there too (laughs) yes i don't want to be sitting where other people's bare butts have been sitting no definitely not they're sweaty balls have you ever had sex with someone else in the room you have i have i was on a beach trip with a bunch of friends and I was hooking up with one of the guys from the trip uh, and we'd been hooking up beforehand and we both happened to be going on this trip and he was like in the boys room or whatever and I was sleeping on an air mattress in the living room like this is where we were all set to be sleeping and he and I had sex on that air mattress with another dude sleeping on the couch in the room everybody's drunk anybody could have walked through at any given moment and the next morning like all of our friends found us passed out on a popped air mattress in the living room and it was like oh my god we fucking popped it i can't believe (laughs) we did that (laughs) also since it has (laughs) happened Because I've been part of a threesome, so purposefully other people in the room. Yeah. How about you? I 
don't think so. I don't think there's anyone been directly in the room with me and a partner ever. A little, a little like club action maybe, but never like super, never penetration with someone else like specifically around. We did once have sex in a hotel room that we were sharing with other people and other people were sharing the bed with us <laughs> but they were not in the room at the present time when all of that was happening yeah wait how did you all share a bed um it was like three of us sharing a bed and two sharing the other bed i was like we have to air this room out they're gonna come back and know <laughs> What is the sex thing that you've always wanted to try? Mm. Yes. I don't know if I will air my personal list because that feels a little <laughs> salacious. But I do think that it's something that people should think about. Yeah. And I would air it. I would just say it. Go ahead and say it. But I think that it just kind of like it, it, it doesn't necessarily go down the right path or like what we're trying to do here. Right. Yeah. Like I want to be open and I want to be honest, but there's no reason people need to know my sexual fantasies. Right. Per se beyond that they exist, which I'm comfortable saying that. And I'm comfortable talking about what I've done. But the thing is this, I think about it. I think about the sex things that I want to do and then I pursue them. I love to try out new things with the people that I want to try them with. And so already having that fantasy in mind and being able to grasp it and being able to say, yeah, that's something that I want and not being embarrassed about it and not trying to shove it down mm -hmm. and then being comfortable with sharing it with my partner has mm -hmm. made it so most of my fantasies come true within like a year. And when we're talking about them on the Instagram asking the questions, it's anonymous. So the people aren't directly telling us who are saying those things. So we can talk about it in a more general way, an accepting way, without identifying a human being that is attached to that particular fantasy. Uh, takes away a little bit of like the creepiness of <laughs> telling people who you don't know what you want to do with someone else privately <laughs> yeah and my dms are already fucked so <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for upping the money amounts on the uh sugar daddy requests i really appreciated that one a, a week, week was after the... i was like four hundred dollars a week you fucking scrubs no are you kidding me it's not even yeah. worth me like clipping my nails for you <laughs> motherfuckers the problem with me saying it like that is that people might then just start sending me money so that I can yell at you like that for $400 a week. I'll yell at you once for $400 <laughs> a week. How about that? That's as far as I'm willing to go with any of you that would DM me like that. Personally, $400 and I will send you a voice memo <laughs> of me telling you personally by name to fuck off. I'm leaving that in just in case. Someone's <laughs> like, I will send you $400 for the voice memo. Right. <laughs> Our real side hustle. I fund this podcast with uh, me telling men to fuck off. <laughs> Have you ever seen that video on Instagram where it's like a competition about women yelling at their husbands? It's no. like, a, like a county fair kind of thing. Like instead of calling your pig, it's like yelling at your husband. And I sent it to my mom. It's like all these old people doing it. So I have it in my chat. I can find it again and I'll send it to you. But my mom, of course, sent one back of herself yelling at my dad. 
That's I was so like, okay, funny. you win. Thanks. <laughs> See, I feel like the win should be doing the least amount of effort and getting his attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell me your car sex stories. Does bending over on the car count? Because we found secluded spots in the forest when we wanted to get it on while driving through. Definitely count. Tell me your car sex stories. Road trip to his dad's funeral. I'm sorry. That's a pick me up. He'd never had the pleasure. So we checked it off the bucket list somewhere off the road in rural Nevada. Get it. Get it. Just no notes. No notes. <laughs> tell me your car sex stories only once told the guy i was with that i had never done it before but that it was on my bucket list because you should have a sex bucket list <laughs> we drove to a random neighborhood and did it in the back seat of course and i also gave him a blow drop while he was driving us home so actually checked off two first that night get it girl <laughs> tell me your sex stories okay not exactly sex but the last time was driving to our spring break destination last March. Husband driving, me masturbating in the front passenger seat. Windows are fully tinted. Sunglasses emoji. Ah. Naughty, naughty. In the best ways. <laughs> I saw a video on Instagram this week where it was like a gal sitting on like a hot tub jet. And then yeah. like at one point she just goes, and everyone's like, she got off. <laughs> just sitting there. Other people are like behind her. She's just chilling. Just chilling. Living her best like, life. Yeah. But maybe I have just not had the, the pleasure. But I find that s orgasms aren't generally a surprise. No, she's like planning it. <laughs> it yeah. Like she's... And, you know, like while sex in public is kind of hot, like there's like maybe... You also There's got to gotta like, be a psychology, yeah, about respecting you. Yeah, that's problem isn't that you came. The problem is that you let everyone around you know that you came, right? I don't know. And and maybe a little bit of the you came like in a public. It's like don't pee in the pool, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want to swim in that. <laughs> I didn't come here for that. I mean, unless it's like a swingers cruise or something, and that's what you all came here for. That's totally fine. <laughs> if that's what you came here for, then come in the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's probably no children on that boat and nobody who's disgusted by that. Uh, tell me your car sex stories. Only experience was an ex who tried to give me roadhead and I told her to stop since I was trying to pay attention to the road. Safety, people. And then he wrote, I think I failed the assignment. <laughs> Look, you know yourself best. If you know you can't do both things, not everyone... Most people aren't multitaskers. If it's a busy freeway, you got to pay attention. Look, it's okay. <laughs> Nobody is saying shit about you saying no. You are allowed to say no, even if you have a dick. Yeah, no judgment, safe place. Um, Tell me your car sex stories. Many times. Get high and let her ride. It was a uh. must with every girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> but also who's driving? <laughs> He's like, we were just in the car. There was no driving. <laughs> in that case, I hope you had a cool car. <laughs> I asked on Instagram, what's your favorite non-bed place to get busy? Kitchen pantry has a pocket door. We snuck in there last week while the kids played nearby. 10 out of 10. We'll need a snack again in the near future. 
my god <laughs> i love that a lot i'm kind of on a pantry now <laughs> what's your fave non-bed place to get busy not that exciting but we do it on our couch a lot like maybe as much as on the bed and then the shrug emoji same girl same the pandemic ruined the couch for us honestly we hung out on the couch so much working from home that you just like you're there <laughs> what's your fave non-bed place to get busy not too original but shower is always fun water no mess and everyone comes out cleaner than they started <laughs> i do with one partner fairly recently and uh, i once went to catalina and we stayed in a hotel and it was just like a um anyway it was a friend's trip we got all got a hotel room together at catalina and the first thing that i said when i walked into the bathroom was like well you definitely can't stay here for a honeymoon because there's no space in this shower to have sex I can't even say it was like three feet by three feet. Like it was tiny. Oh, it was a little I, box. It was a little box. A little box. Did you prove yourself wrong and fuck somebody in the tiny closet <laughs> bathroom? <laughs> no, but now I know an answer for one of the things that I want to try. Yes. Sex in a closet shower. <laughs> Do you have a sex bucket list? Not really. But I mean, now I do, I guess. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I've had one for a while. But yeah, sex bucket list, people. <laughs> Think about it. What's your fave non-bed place to get busy? The car. And y'all had me feeling like a freak when that question came out. <laughs> uh, what's your fave non-bed place to get busy? In the shower, hot tub, back of an Uber, in the office, sneaking off at a friend's house to the bathroom, <laughs> couch, landing, kitchen island, everywhere. A hot tub. So, that was a good one. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. I know, feels like it should have happened, but... <laughs> What's your fave non-bed place to get busy? Outdoors. There's something about nature and sex that... <laughs> so another question that we talked about in relation to all of this is, have you ever had sex with someone else in the room? The first answer we have, I have, and depending, I really don't too much mind. Enjoy the show. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> get freaky. Ever had sex with someone else in the room? Just getting fingered at the club from one of your other stories. Ever had sex with someone else in the room? Started out as a threesome and before too long, our third ended up watching us go at it like we were on the set of, well, you get the point. Oh. Uh, ever had sex with someone else in the room? All the time with our two youngest asleep in our room. Also the time we did it when sharing a hotel room with my brother-in-law and his girlfriend at the time. They were asleep in the other bed. <gasps> oh my gosh. I wonder how they would feel about that. This is what I'm glad I don't know who it is because I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's... No, don't think about it. <laughs> Ever had sex with someone else in the room? Wow. <laughs> That's all they wrote. <laughs> Wow. 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 What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Three way, two dudes. To which I say, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And also, yes, you do. 
I don't care if you're the dude, one of the dudes in the situation, or you're one of the girls. This is this is this is a pairing that you want. Like you think that the wine and cheese are good, but add the baguette. Like <laughs> you want it. You want it. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking fun. It's awesome. And I think that it is much easier for a woman to please two men than a man to please two women. Yeah. But, like, if it's women enjoying each other, too, like, obviously they're going to get off. Mm. Ooh. I mean, I feel like that's a situation in which you could hire someone and take some of the level of jealousy out of it and be able to look at it through that lens versus having to put any effort into it and then risking getting emotions involved. What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Is it cliche to say anal? It's not cliche. Put it on your bucket list and give it a go. Yeah, go listen to the butt stuff episode. I love it. What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Role play in and out of the house. Yeah, yeah, do it. What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Introduce a sex worker to our bedroom. And I think that's a really cool idea. I haven't done it myself. Not off the table by any means. <laughs> um, I have a level of curiosity around it, certainly. Uh, and I have mad respect for sex workers. That's real work. That is hard work. And most of those women are putting themselves at risk. And it's so important that we legalize and protect sex work so that the people that are within that profession are, you know, have, have some recourse if something terrible happens to them, you know, like They've put so much of themselves on the line. And the thing is, like, if it was normalized and okay for people to visit sex workers, I feel like it would take a level of shame out of the whole situation so that people that maybe didn't don't have, like, the social ability to go out and find a sex partner can still get their rocks off in a safe way with the sex worker being protected. But none of that can happen until all of us start agreeing, like, yes, it's good. It's valid work. Yes, it is hard work. Yes, it is work that deserves recognition. We need to not judge people who visit sex workers. If your partner is visiting a sex worker, yeah, that's between you and your partner. Sure. Anytime your genitals touch anything, anybody else, and you're in a quote unquote exclusive relationship, or there's like an agreement of exclusivity to any extent, yeah, you have to have a conversation. However, if your single friend is going and getting a Yanni massage, you know, and she's getting her rocks off and she's having, having the time of her life, like, yo, mad support. Do it. it. We shouldn't judge a guy who wants to go and get a new room massage where she is, you know, rubbing her naked body all up and down his and then giving him a happy ending. Like, as long as everybody is being safe and everybody is being paid and you are tipping your sex workers, okay? <laughs> like, and we need to take some of the stigma out of that. Anyway, sorry, that's my, my rant on sex workers. <laughs> What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Have sex under the stars in the middle of nowhere. Ooh. Ooh. What's the sex thing you've always wanted to try? Hot tub threesome. Devils and angels three-way. Well, the game. <laughs> I know, right? Bucket list. The bucket list is getting sub-bullet. Ding. 
Think that was it dropping the bottom of the bucket. <laughs> That's like, oh, my bucket doesn't make that le- sound anymore. There's too many things <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's a heavy ass bucket, girl. <laughs> this is going to be the question for y'all on Spotify. Make sure you scroll down. Tell us anonymously in the poll which one you want to try of those. I don't know if we can post seven, but as many as we can, we'll post. We can't wait to hear which is the top one of those. (laughs) Thank you so much to the folks who submitted anonymous answers. And thanks to you for listening. Please give us five stars, subscribe, and share us with your besties. I'm Laura Grace. And I'm Angela Beth. Join us on Instagram at the Bestie Chats to continue the convo. Nice chatting with you. Ciao. (laughs) Ciao. <laughs>